What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. My 49ers travel up the five to play the Rams in SoFi. I'm a beat. In that bitch, too. I'll be rooting for the one and only Rams. I don't want y'all to score a touchdown. I don't want nothing good to happen to y'all. Y'all knocked the Cowboys off, so one thing I can't do is not root for y'all. I'm going to go down with my squad. I feel you. Y'all suck. (laughs) Welcome back to What's Burning. Jack, what's happening? Cooling, my brother. What's the word? Man, a nice little playoff weekend of football. Some good basketball on the way, man. Let's get to it. Man, West Side Connection. A lot of pivotal games going down in the West this week. Uh, big games. Mavs versus Warriors Tuesday. Warriors are second in the West. They've cooled off of late. Draymond's been out with that calf injury. Clay rested for some knee soreness. We'll get to more about Clay later. Meanwhile, man, the, Ma- the Mavs, uh, eight out of their last 10, fifth in the West. Top three defense right now during this run. And someone I think you and I mentioned on another show, but uh, Jalen Brunson, man, at 16, five and a half, shooting 50% from the seat, uh, possible X factor, but uh, in the conversation for most improved player, Jack, what are you looking at with this uh, upcoming Steph versus Luka matchup? It's going to be a good matchup, good basketball, uh, must-see TV. I think this is uh, a reason why I always say Draymond should be MVP. You know, you have the team, you have Clay coming back, you still have your young stars with Draymond out. The defense is nowhere where he needs to be. And you don't have that anchor and that playmaker on offense like you always mm. have. So, Draymond is a big part of that team, and that's why, that's why you see seeing them slide of late. With Dallas, yeah, we spoke about Brunson being a tough guy and, 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 that, and that guy that, that brings the force for the team, but you never expect it to be a point guard. Right, and you can only get so far with your muscle being a point mm-hmm. guard. It's gonna have they're gonna Agreed. have to find somebody in the inside to be their muscle and, and be their enforcer to protect Luca and stuff like that. But Brunson's doing a great job. Uh, he's definitely uh, at the top of my list, if not first. You know, behind uh, Tyler Hero for most improved. Mm. I like what you said about Draymond because, th- like I said, his numbers aren't overwhelming, but it's across the board every single night. 
it's nine, 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 and they'll fuck around and have five blocks and three steals. It's wild numbers like that. But like you said, we know he's probably in the, in the first spot for possibly a defensive player of the year. But what people don't understand is he's really the quarterback of that offense. Draymond is at the top of the key or at that free throw line area throwing dimes the entire time. And that's why people, like I said, they're going to hit their stride once he gets back. But he is so important of just kind of orchestrating that offense again now he has clay back too they're going to get going but i agree with you man like his importance is i definitely think undervalued um in the Warriors' success next up we got the phoenix suns and the utah jazz they played monday second time in a week suns best team in the nba and i think they're overlooked um i personally overlooked them um but to be honest they won nine out of ten They've been very consistent. You know how this game is about luck. Jack, your star's got to stay healthy. And they've done all this with Aiden. Eight, I want to say Aiden's only played like 28 games. He's missed uh, about nine games out of the last 13. Um, so really hats off to CP and uh, Devin Booker and, and the rest of these guys, Coach Monty Williams, on, on, on keeping this team where they are clearly the best team in the league. Thoughts on this game? It's going to be a good game. I, I I knew that things would come back and have a good regular season. I'm just not confident in them winning the championship. They're a great team. They can compete in the West. I just don't see them getting back to that championship form with teams not being surprised of them coming now. You know Phoenix is coming now. You know you got to prepare for them. They're the best team in the league during the regular season. Uh, uh, Utah, that, that's who Utah is, man. They're going to play well in the regular season. They're going to have a, a great defensive team with Rudy Gobert anchoring the team. But, you know, we've seen this before. I just don't believe them when, when it comes time. We always write about Utah. So, it's going to be a good game, man. Hopefully things will be different this year for both teams. But that that's just how it's been. You know, us, the Suns just can't get over the hub and be a championship team. And uh, Utah just who they are. See, I'll disagree with you with the Phoenix shit. I think, you know, I we could say what we want about how they got there. They got there last year, got their feet wet. And the only reason why I would say it wasn't – Luck, and I think they can do it again, is because they got a real three-headed monster in one, and one of the best leaders in the game. And not True. to mention all their role players. They got you know people like JaVale McGee. They picked up uh, Bismack Biombo. And you know what CP does with big, strong, athletic bigs that roll to the basket, man. So I really feel like the Phoenix Suns can be a contender. On the flip side, I agree. And I've been saying this for maybe the last two years. They're a great regular season team. They move the ball. They shoot the ball very well. But they're missing one more score. They need that consistent, along with Donovan Mitchell, that 20-point-a-game score. You know every night he's going to be in that 20 range. And sometimes they get it from Conley. Sometimes they get it from Bogdanovich can get hot on you. But just consistently, uh, night in, night out, you know, Jordan Clarkson will give it to you off the bench. But I think they need that solidified Robin to, to Donovan Mitchell's Batman. So I agree with you. Jazz got a heavy schedule, though, because after that, they played Memphis um, on Friday. The Grizzlies passed the Jazz in the standings 10-2 and in January. Morant's averaged 26 a game. Thoughts on that matchup? Going to be a good matchup. Memphis is just rolling right now. I think uh, they're the team that everybody wants to see. They're the team that is on everybody's radar. John Morant is definitely playing in the all-star caliber like he should be, carrying his team and, and even the role players, even the guys that's that's coming off the bench. They're coming in and doing it, doing their job, not doing more than needed or less than needed, just doing their job exactly. And that's why they're playing well. And this is one of the hardest playing teams in the league right now. So I think every time they're on TV, every time they're playing, people are watching them now. Kind of piggybacking off what I said about their their, their matchup earlier in the week. Um, 
And then with, you know, Donovan Mitchell being out, he does so much for the team, you know, leading score, um, third in rebounds. He's a big part of that team. Uh, they've lost seven out of 10 uh, without him. So you look to guys like Mike Conley to step up, uh, Clarkson, you need Rudy Gobert to be more aggressive, you know, one of their role players to get uh, to get going. But yeah, like you said, the Grizzlies, you know, I, I think they've come back down to earth a little bit. Uh, Morant's still been playing great, but the most exciting team in, in in the game right now. So this will definitely be another good matchup on Friday night. Jack, let's check in with the Miami Heat. Uh, now the number one team in the East. They're starting to get healthy, and we see Brooklyn and Chicago not healthy. The one thing about the East, though, is I want to say two and a half games separates one to six. And on the flip side, on the Western Conference, I think it's 12 games that represents Phoenix and Denver. So you can have a good week or a bad week and go from number one. And as you see the Bulls falling, I think they're three now. Your thoughts on the Miami Heat? We've always been very high on this team. I think they've flown on the radar just how they want to. Bam's back right now. They're three and one in his return. He's at about 18 and nine. Uh, thoughts on this Miami Heat team? We talk about Memphis playing playing hard and being one of the hardest playing teams. Well, this is the grittiest team in the league with talent, you know. And, and, a lot and this, of talent. And, and, and they play the way, the style of basketball that we like to see. They physical. They're going to be physical on both ends of the ball, offense and defense. They, they got the guys that's going to get in your face on defense. And you got scores. You got, you got proven all-stars, Kyle Lowry, J- uh, Jimmy Butler, you know, uh, Bam Adebayo's back. This team can really do some damage in the East. Everybody's worried about this team. We be talking about Milwaukee, Chicago, and uh, and and Brooklyn, but we need to start talking about them because with this team healthy and the way Tyler Hero's playing, man, this team is gonna be scary. This team is only two years removed from the finals. I think how quickly people forget that. Um, again, I just think they've been you know playing good basketball under the radar. Everyone's getting healthy. It's all about. Being healthy at the right time. They got the all-star break coming up. They're going to get to rest a little bit. But, you know, KD is out. Lonzo Ball had knee uh, surgery. Caruso had, is going to have some uh, – had a wrist injury. Uh, who's the, uh, Levine? Some knee trouble. So, it's all about being healthy uh, in today's game more than ever. So, you know, hats off to them. It's got possibly the best game uh, – best coach in the game in Eric Spolster. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're sitting nice, and they're, they'll be ready for the playoffs. They're definitely a blue-collar, hard-working, play the game the right way. And like you said, they got stars to really carry them. Next up, um, wish everyone were going to be healthy and playing in this game. But uh, Nets at the Warriors, uh, Kyrie at Steph. Uh, both teams obviously dealing with key injuries. KD with the knee injury. Uh, Draymond down. Clay was a late scratch one of these uh, previous games uh, due to knee soreness. Still going to be a good battle, possibly still far away, but a finals preview. Uh, Jack, thoughts on this game? I think games like this for these type of teams, this caliber of teams, uh, is is good for guys like Kyrie, for guys like Clay. Even if he, uh, these, uh, excuse me, these younger guys that's coming off the bench to get more get more playing time. To get more, you know, uh, reps at it, and Kyrie needs the reps. Everybody knows that these two teams are going to be in the end of it. You know, going to be there at the end. You know, what I'm saying when it's time to play for the Western Conference Finals and the NBA Championship, one of these two teams is going to be there at the end. So, I think for them right now, is just to try to stay healthy, get Kyrie reps, get these young guy reps. So when the, when the team is healthy and everybody's full, the team is full, and uh, and they have their normal rotations, then guys will be ready to play and fill in and do what they need to do. Agreed. Selfishly, I can't wait to see that Kyrie Steph uh, matchup. You know, two of the best in the game. You know, you you know how Kyrie 
they both take it personal when they when, yep. when they play each other, man. So that's definitely going to be a, a great showdown. Uh, you know, also real quick about Clay, uh, he, he came on with such a splash that people have to understand. They thought that he's back. This is going to be a process, man. He like a late scratch for knee soreness. Uh, he's been out almost two and a half years. You know, mm-hmm. so he he's going to have to climb his way back slowly. Knee soreness. He's probably going to have some quad and calf. Issues, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, he doesn't. But that's just normally what happens is you get these little nicks coming back from, you know, major injuries, but just being out so long. So, again, I, I think they understand that it's, it, it's a marathon. Shout out to Nip. And it's not a sprint with Clay. So, perfect to your point, you know, Jordan Poole came out and dropped 20. Um, these these guys, young guys off the bench, got to stay ready. But uh, definitely looking forward to that Stephen Kyrie showdown. He dropped Jordan Clarkson, too. Didn't he? And Jordan Clarkson knew it. Gave him the boo-boo face and everything. Yeah, yeah. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Next up on the radar, presented to you by DraftKings, Jack. Lakers have a big week ahead. But before we get to their schedule, AD was a late scratch, tried to get warm, couldn't get warm. That instantly tells me you need to sit back down for another week or two. If there's any kind of pain where he feels like, you know, it's just not there with his big bulky knee brace, sit down, man. Maybe sit down to all-star break, you know what I mean, and get some good practices in over that time and then try to come back. But the fact, it kind of scares me that, you know, he's been out since the 17th of December with an uh, MCL sprain. He comes out with a big old knee brace, can't really get warm. Sit him down, man. Sit him down. There's no rush to get him back, although they really miss him. Sit down and rest. Um, but the week ahead, they're one and one. On, they're on their Grammy trip right now, although the Grammys aren't this week. This is normally the Grammy trip for them. 11-day trip. They broke, they're broken even. They beat Orlando, lost to Miami. Uh, next up, they got a, a wounded Nets team at home, so it'll just be hard and there'll be Neil Kyrie. We know KD's out. Then they go to Sixers, where Embiid is playing like an animal, and they finish up with that young Hornets team in Charlotte. Jack, they're one game under 500. Do you feel like this team is over or under 42 and a half wins? Thus far, they're 23 and 24. I'm going the way it looks. I'm going under. For the simple fact that anytime somebody's out there warming up with precaution, that's basically saying that the organization is trying to make you come back quicker than you are ready to. Mm. When you're ready, you just go out there and warm up. But anytime mm-hmm. you go out there and warming up with precaution, you know that's the organization trying to push you back ahead of time. And that ain't a good look. They need AD. They know he already fragile. You got Shaq on the sideline screaming at Russ, telling him you're playing too fucking fast. It's, it's just, and, uh, you know, I, I just think that they don't, they don't see what people on the outside see. You know what I mean? I, uh, Anthony Davis... I don't think he's going to be 100% for the rest of the season. You know, especially coming out, coming out there with that big old brace. That's not that's not that's going to affect his game a lot with the athleticism being a big part of his game. He's not going to be able to move like that with that big old brace on. So, I know that the, the organization's trying to rush him back, but ADB smart, bro, because this can be something that can make you uh, miss, whole, miss the whole entire next season if you go out there and try to push on that leg. You might end yeah. up hurting something else. Yeah. I mean, we don't really know, and I agree. You know, sometimes it is the, the, the organization. This could be AD. It could be a combination of both. But I think at the end of the day, we're almost – we got one more week left in, in, in uh, January. Two weeks into February, then you have the All-Star game hit. So why rest him to the All-Star break um, so we know that – he has that much more rest, and then they're going to make their stretch run, getting him back in shape after All-Star break. But coming back too early can be very detrimental. We all know that. And he's injury prone. So wish him the best. So you got, you got under 42 and a half. That means they'd have to win like after getting 19 and around 19, 20 more wins to get that. I'm going to be optimistic and say over. Just because you said mm-hmm. under, I'm going to say over, just to say. But, again, because we both have talked about this, I feel like they're going to hit their stride after All-Star break. LeBron admitted it. You know, I'm having one of my best, you know, scoring uh, 
seasons of my career. I don't plan on stopping. LeBron is playing off the charts right now. I always tell people, Jack, when you play in L.A., particularly for the Lakers, there's so much more to it than basketball. Uh, you know, Russ mm-hmm. has got a chance to play in like Oklahoma, D.C., um, some some of these DC is not a small market, but Oklahoma definitely is. There's noise, but it's not as loud. When you're playing in LA, the noise is every single day as loud as it can possibly be. So even for guys that don't, you know, have, have been great at blocking it out in LA, you're going to definitely hear it. I remember talking to Kobe. Kobe, remember, remember Kobe told us, I, I heard it all, and it all hurt. Remember that? Mm-hmm, so it, mm-hmm. and we know he was one of the most tough-minded motherfuckers this game has ever seen. So Russ is on that same kind of tough mind frame, but I know Russ is hearing the chatter. And then to hear Shaq tell him, you know, slow your motherfucking ass down. This team is just, there's so much noise around it. But I think, you know, with LeBron, they're going to be able to silence that post-All-Star break. Hopefully they don't rush AD back, let him rest till post-All-Star break. And really just, you know, that that last six weeks, get right going into the playoffs. Yep. We got a midseason special with our homeboy Kendrick Perkins. It's out now. Make sure you go to Showtime Basketball YouTube to check it out. Here's a teaser. Man, it's coming up on two years since the passing of Kobe, yeah. Gigi, and the other people on the helicopter. Man, sending love and light yes. and energy to the family. Perk, real quick, you had two runners with Kobe in the finals. Talk to us about both of them. You got one at home, then you got hurt in the finals, and they got it at home. 2010, he said that was a, the, the loss was his hardest loss series he ever took, and in the win, that was his best championship. It was. It was. And his loss, Cove gave everything he possibly could. Like, we was to the point in 2008 where we was like, you know what? We're going to give Cove. Yeah, we, we ain't going to give it to him, but we can't stop him. So it is what it is. You know, Ray wasn't stopping his ass. So mm-hmm. we already battling down there with these two trees and Lamar Odom. So we was like, we got to cancel everybody out. He going to get his. But let me tell you, with that 2010 shit, it hit different. And I feel like it hit different for Cole because I was watching. And, man, he struggled that whole game. He he really kind of struggled that whole series. But every team, each te- the team that won that game in that series won the rebounding battle. Yep. And Kobe knew that shit. So in game seven, I thought he shot like maybe six for 24 from the field. But I believe he had like 15, 18 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Six or seven of the motherfuckers was offensive mm-hmm. to go to the free throw line. Like, that's how bad he wanted that the shit. Will. He will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He will. And then you have to realize this. It was him. Yeah, he had Gasol, but Gasol wasn't the same at the time. And no disrespect to Gasol, but he's not in the same he's not in the same conversation with Kobe, Ray, Paul, yeah, and KG. Right, right. So so in Kobe's eyes, it's really one against three. I, yeah, it's one against three. And I didn't took you I didn't took y'all down. One deep. Played the dragon. Yeah, one deep. I got y'all. <laughs> one deep. I got y'all. One deep. You was playing well, though, too, before you hurt your knee. You was yeah. playing really well out there. We was out there Sorry. trying to get it, man. We yeah. was trying to get it. Oh. Sir. Jack, your moment that stands out to me, obviously you guys had some great battles man. in the league, but your McDonald's All-American experience, ooh, like you ooh, said, ooh, talk ooh. to us about that. You knew the vibe coming in. Cove stamped that you should have been MVP. Talk to us about that 96 McDonald's game with Cove. Man. I mean, that was a good experience, man. You know, just being able to grow up with him, you know, know him as a teenager and seeing the, the player he become. 
you know, one of the greatest ever to do it, you know. But uh, for me, my greatest moment with Cole was when me and you was on Golden State. It was a tie game. No, actually, we were up two. Kobe comes down and hits the three. Yeah, I was going back and forth. I come back and hit another three. Kobe come and put us up. Kobe come back and hit another one. In L.A. In L.A. Then I come back and hit another one. And just what happened, we was playing, we played them back-to-back nights. We played them um, home first in L.A., then, then they go to state. But uh, just that night, you know what I'm saying? I watched that game all the time, you know what I mean? To be going back and forth with him on, the, on that stage was, was, was something I always remember. But he said he was going to be one of the greats, man. He did that. A lot of people say shit and don't do it. Mm-hmm. Nah, he did that. He did that. Yeah, I mean, I just got to see, you know, from going to someone I watched since I was in college up at UCLA coming up on campus to competing to – almost getting into a fight to become a teammate to them really getting to know him as a as a brother, as a man, as a father, and just the bond we built outside of basketball. We had some mm. cool times during basketball, but, you know, him always sending the twins. Every time he dropped a shoe, he sent the twins in their team's shoes. If the twins played at 9 and Gigi played at 11, Kobe would hit me the night before. What time you guys played? 9 a.m. Kobe would come two hours early and watch the twins play. She you know came by. Sitting out there like, I'm going to go watch – eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, but he just did it because he loved it. So just to really get a chance to see him outside of the Mamba to get to get to Mm -hmm. to know Kobe was a very dope Mm -hmm. experience to me. So again, man, rest in peace to our brother, man. We love and we miss you. Make sure you check out Kobe Bryant, Muse, on Showtime. Mm. Great film, great doc. Next up, one of our favorite segments, fan questions. Make sure you guys keep sending them and we'll keep answering them. Um, This is my FISTA do you think a one-game suspension for Grayson Allen was enough for what he did to Caruso? Fuck that. no. Let me let me and you do that. That's a guaranteed yeah, list. Yeah. Let, let, three. I might be suspended three. for the year. At least three. Uh, but what I'm saying on the flip side, though, not to cut you off, Jack, I'm fucking Grayson Allen up. Like, next time we play them or another team that comes in and sees what he's doing, I'm I'm giving him a hard flagrant foul, too, straight off the, off the rip. Because he's known for... Doing and 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 I don't necessarily think he tried to hurt him. He knew that it was going to end up with him fracturing his wrist. But at the same time, that's a dangerous. You know, as basketball players, when people are in the air, they're super fragile. You mean so you're grabbing some dude's arm, some bad's going to happen. But off the rip, I'm fucking Grayson Allen up. Next time the team, next time Chicago plays them, and if I if if I was on a team, Jack, and we're going to play Milwaukee, I'm fucking them up just off GP because you know you shouldn't be doing that. I, I'm glad I played on teams with a whole bunch of real niggas. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I mean that when I say that because if something happened to me like that, somebody oh, going somebody going in Grayson's mouth with a, with a nice right hand or left hand for me. I, <laughs> even if I, if I can't get to him, somebody else going to get to him. Hey, I, I know one thing, Matt. I know I made some hard fouls in my career, but I wasn't known as doing shit like that to hurt a motherfucker, right? You know what I'm saying? And, like, he's known – this ain't, this ain't the first time he done some shit like that. He did some shit like that in college, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this ain't the first time. So they need to watch him, bro. But one game, hell no, nah, that's not enough. I like Grayson Allen, though, too, to be honest with you. I love how hard he plays. He's a tough-nosed player. Um, he's had a great season for that team. But every once in a while, he'll do some shit like that. And it's just someone's have to teach him a lesson. Next fan question at Fred.7723. What is your favorite Kobe story from a guest you've had on? Man, so many people have talked about it. Man, that's a hard question, to be honest with you. Does anyone come to your mind? The only stories that I can remember, because I've heard them on the show and off the show, 
was from uh, the battles him and Rip Hamilton had growing up in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with games where Kobe had fifty and Rip had forty-eight. You know, games like mm-hmm. that. That's the that's the type of stories that that I that I vaguely vaguely remember from uh, from one of our guests. Right. I, I thought it was dope when Don Staley uh, mentioned that he was in high school coming up and playing with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that's that's dope. So uh, yeah, I mean, so many people have talked about him. I, I would have to really sit down and think about each guest because I mean, we we make it a point to you know, carry on our brother's legacy uh, through a show like this. So, good question, though. Sorry we couldn't give you more than than that, though. Lil Marsky, what team that's playing now do you compare to the We Believe team? Mm. Memphis to me right now. Yeah, I was going to say. Undersized. Well, they got some big guys, but they play small. Uh, They play hard. They play fast. Athletic point guard that's leading the team. We had that with BD, so kind of similar. I wish people could really saw go back and watch Baron Davis Baron Davis highlights when he was on because he was doing some shit with us in Golden State. But I feel like his yeah. most athletic time was he was with the Charlotte Hornets because people are gonna yeah. say, "Oh, you're crazy comparing John Morant to Baron Davis." Now nah, Baron Davis was bigger than John Morant, <laughs> doing similar shit, if not the same. If not I'm more, real, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it all the way at 100 with you. John Morant's a bad motherfucker in the MVP conversation. But go check out Baron Davis highlights when he's with the Charlotte Hornets, and you'll see what we're talking about. You won't uh, be disappointed at all. But yeah, yeah, I, that's a great call. I, I, I love the way this Memphis team plays. They got a bunch of dogs that, that that do a lot of different things, and that's the same thing you know we have. So that's a good call. Good question. Next fan question: SJC forty four one is Drew Holiday an All Star this season? I think Drew uh, Holiday has has been an All Star. A handful of times in his career. Um, but I just don't know. There's so many Eastern Conference guards. And I I kind of compare Drew Holiday, different type, different players, because Drew was just as successful on defense as he was on offense. But to someone like Joe Johnson, that like the whole league knows is nice as fuck. Like everybody knew Joe was nice. You know, we always talk about how, how, how nice we think Drew Holiday is. Is he an all-star this year? I hope so. But I don't know. But the way it's panning out in the East, Matt, and all the guards, I don't think so. If they ever send two from that team, it's going to be Middleton and and, uh, and the Greek Agreed. Freak. So, Agreed. you know what I mean? I, I I don't see him being an all-star, but like you said, he has the respect of an all-star all yeah, around the straight league. straight up, straight up. Consistency, too. He's consistent at what he does. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Jamaican Prince 03, if you can be in any era besides your own, which one would it be and what team? Oh, good question. I'm going back to right the- now. I would love 80s. to be in this era right now, and I would like to be um, on one of the teams that's in a fourth, fourth, fifth, sixth spot somewhere around there. That way, I can go in there and kill and get 100, 100 something million. You know what I'm saying? And do what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying. I I did that with less. Let me make 150 and watch what I do. So you can go to like. Milwaukee is four, Cleveland is five in the Western Conference, Utah and Dallas. How did those send me to Dallas? Send me, send me to Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, because I, I, I can go I can go over there with Luca. I'm mm-hmm. average about 18 to a dub. People mm-hmm. from, from 15 to a dub and shit, that's payday right there. And you got a right cross with somebody uh, acting crazy towards them. Yep, you, they already know J Kid. No, I'm gonna protect Luca. Yeah, it would be this era for sure because the bread is heavy. Yeah, I, you made me change my mind. But if if money wasn't uh, a, uh, an issue, I'd want to go back to like the '80s or the '90s. I'd want to be in that one era where you could hard foul motherfuckers to keep playing. And sometimes you really got to fight, and you weren't gonna get fined like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you had to ice yourself back then. Yeah, I, yeah, I would like to really <laughs> ta- a- a- tape your own ankles. <laughs> no, but I would have liked to play in that real physical era. I think that'll have been dope. But that money era, I mean, you just made the money era sound man real good. Money ball, sweet <laughs> man, man, man. Jack, I'm not gonna motherfucking lie to you. This was probably the best weekend of football I've ever seen in my life. And I wasn't I, feeling I, good too, so I got to sit. I have, sit I back have to and agree watch. with you, bro. Man, I gotta agree with man. you. I gotta agree with you. I got games. I watched a lot of football, but yesterday was probably the best man. day of football I've seen in my life. That goddamn Chiefs Buffalo Bills game. They scored what twenty six points in the twenty five points, twenty six points in the last two minutes of the game. Man, Mahomes does what Mahomes does and got them down. Hit Kelsey up the seam. They kicked the field goal. Tampa Bay Rams game was crazy. Man, what? Tampa Bay Man. Rams game was crazy, bro. Hey, Brady got Brady. Man, hats off to uh, man Matt Stafford. You know he's always been waiting for this opportunity. You know all we had a chance to get him. The Cowboys, y'all had a chance to get Man. him. Yeah, he's a gunslinger. And I was talking shit too on Twitter yesterday during the game because I wanted to play the Rams. That's right up. You know that's a home game for us. Week eighteen, there was so much red in that motherfucker. And I said that Matt. Uh, I said that Matt Stafford. Uh, butthole gets tight <laughs> with pressure. That motherfucker made the perfect throw, led the team down there to kick the game winner. Uh, Brady, 
You think Brady's done? Nah, he's not done, man. I mean, they, they, they still almost won that game. You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about it. He did everything he was supposed to do. Man, you, you, you going on, up man. against you going you going up against one of the best D lines ever. They getting pressure every time, and it's hard mm-hmm. to make those plays. You know, and it was a lot of it was a lot of passes dropped too. Then you got to think, he doing that with guys that they filling in, guys that yeah. ain't played all year. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I, I still take my hat off to Brady. I don't think he done. I think I think he's gonna uh, sit down, him and Grump. And the coach, they're gonna come back with a with a with a couple more, more weapons. Run. They're gonna add, yeah, yeah, make it one, one more, more run. Yeah, no, I agree. The football guys, it was funny. The football guys were with Tampa Bay, man. They gave the, the, the Rams were given chances, the the the, the fumbles, the yep. all that they, they had their chances. Obviously, like you said, missing key weapons. What was your thought on even though he didn't create it, he A B posted on his story about the, the Bucks being out. I mean, awesome. to, to, you know, some, some, I mean, some ha-ha shit. you know, to me, that's just something I wouldn't do. Me personally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wouldn't do. Like, when, when the Spurs cut me right before the, the playoffs and I couldn't, knowing I couldn't sign another playoff team, I didn't go in the meeting and say, fuck Pop, fuck the Spurs. That, 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 that shows uh, 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 your character. You know what I mean? And, like, I think that's low on his part, bro. Like, Okay, you're not on the team no more. Move on. Whether they win or lose, it has nothing to do with you. You know what I'm right. saying? But the the fact that you wishing the worst for these folk, you know what I'm saying? It says a lot about you, bro. I don't I don't wish the worst for nobody. Man, you know what I'm saying? I'm straight. You mean Tom Brady got this dude in two different spots? He got him and in then, New England. And, and if you happy, you ain't hating, Casey. Matt. Come on, man. I, I agree. I just think it's a bad look, man. It's definitely a bad look. And, you know, the way he talked about Tom – uh, once he left, and I'm just like, these motherfuckers are really giving you a chance, bro. And you out here laughing at him and, and, and posting memes. And, you know, the common theme, you know, because I don't know enough about AB to really make one, but the common motherfucking theme is him with these teams. Pittsburgh got him out. The Raiders got him out. New England got him out. Tampa Bay got him out. Like, how much more can it be them against you? And we both know, because, Jack, we've both been in a situation we probably talked our motherfucking asses into getting traded, but at the end of the day, like, you got to look at yourself in the mirror, bro, like, okay, I'm the common theme with all this craziness. But, you know, back to the yeah. point, I just, I, I think it, it was a bad look because this dude's a Hall of Fame caliber receiver. You know what I mean? And these motherfuckers yeah. is watching everything, you know? And I think deep down he's hurt because he really still wants to be out there. That motherfucker yeah. wants to play football, so this is kind of his way of, you know, laughing at it you know i guess maybe that maybe the high tears man but i hope he you know just have a, just a little, a little bit more respect bro because the, the the common denominator in all this shit is you i mean if, if if i was if i was running around hanging with madonna kanye you know and all these other people you <laughs> running around with blown too, the huh? last thing i would be worried about is the fucking tampa bay buccaneers no, nah, but deep down, like I said, I, I think that like we're all athletes and competitors, and he's a bad motherfucker, man. You know what I mean? So I think obviously deep down he'd much rather be out there. So maybe it's it, it's laugh instead of cry for AB, man. So yeah, we'll see if he gets another go on. But that's was an ugly taste. But let's get to this week's games, man. NFC Championship, AFC Championship. First, let's go into the AFC side. Bengals versus Mahomes. Joe Burrow versus Mahomes. Two good offenses. Uh, Kansas City's defense is tough. Thoughts about that? Man, since my team uh, somewhere on vacation sipping daiquiris, 
I um I'm pulling for the Bengals, man. I'm going I'm going for the underdog. Um I like Chase, I like Burrow. I was a fan of Burrow in college. Uh, you know, LSU is the squizzard. I'm pulling for them, man. I want the Bengals to win. Obviously, Mahomes and, and Kansas City is, 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 is a big battle. It's the best task for them, being the underdogs. But they've been playing well. And I think they're going to gritty themselves through the little gritty dance on out of here to the championship all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm. Bengals, man. I'm going Bengals. The Bengals, boys. Before I give you my power, I want to say shout out Josh Allen, man. That motherfucker is a monster. Yes, 242-50 gets downhill, will run a DB over and hurt him. One of the best arms in the game. The, 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 you know, if I feel like the Bills would have won that game if they would have won the coin flip in OT. That's how good both those quarterbacks were playing. With that being said, Mahomes is a motherfucker, man. And I like Burrow. I like the underdog. But I'm, I'm a fan of Mahomes. I'm a fan of Kelsey. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm picking uh, them boys to win. Next up, we come out west. Ooh, it's going to be a showdown out here, Jack. My 49ers travel up the five to play the Rams in SoFi. I'm going to be in that bitch, too. It's going to be crazy. Niners have beat the Rams six straight games. We beat them in week 18 to even get to the playoffs. We're a six seed, man. Knocked Knocked off them boys. Knocked off Green Bay this past weekend. I got to roll with my team. You know, it's going to hurt my feelings when we end up playing KC in the in, in the Super Bowl again. But anyway, man, I got the I got the Niners. And one more thing, there's going to be a lot of red too in in in, in SoFi representing the Niners. So it could be possibly be a home game for us. Anyway, I'll be in Montego Bay in a overwater okay. bung- overwater bungalow watching this game, Ooh. rooting for the Ooh. one and only Rams. I do Ooh. not want y'all to win. I don't want I want I, I don't want y'all to score a touchdown. I don't want nothing good to happen to y'all at all the whole game. I'm like Dave yes. Chappelle. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hating. Y'all knocked the Cowboys it. off. So one thing I can't do is it. not root for y'all. But wouldn't it feel good to get knocked off by the Super Bowl champs though? Nah, nah. nah it, fuck it, that. It, it, it feels better to call you and say, welcome, welcome to vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can run a bet back, too, if you want. You still owe me some money from the uh, Niners-Rams. We can double back I, if you I, want. I'm definitely not betting on any team but the Cowboys. <laughs> Why would you bet on the Cowboys? I bet on the Rams before I bet on the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm, to I'm go down with my squad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Y'all sunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I got... Niners, Kansas City, you got Bengals, Bengals Rams. Rams. Yep. Who would you pick in the Super Bowl? If it was the Bengals versus the Rams in the Super Bowl, you rolling with the Bengals all the way out? I'm going with Bengals all the way out. And I got the Niners all the way out. So we yep. shall see. Closing thoughts. Shout out Ayoka Lee, Kansas State Center. She sets the NCAA Division I women's mm. basketball record with 61-point game. Not only is it a 61-point game, Matt, but against the number 14-ranked team, Oklahoma. That's big. 61, 23 for 30 from the field, bro. 15 for 17 from the free throw line. 12 rebounds, three blocks, no turnovers. Talk to me. Shout out. I saw the highlights on ESPN, and she was all old school, back to the basket, getting it done down low, man. Shout out. 61 points. That's a lot of points. Welcome to the WNBA, uh, Ioka Lee, if you keep doing that. For real. For real. You can catch What's Burning every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And show basketball. Peace. See y'all next week.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what kind of fun is waiting for you at king's island the holy cow we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun the make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends.